today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome and welcome back. Shabbat Shalom. I I got a lot to say, so let me just get the preliminaries out of the way. I hope that your week was wonderful. I hope that you are resting wonderfully. And I hope that you have enough time to um, hear and listen to this message. And I hope that it teaches you something wonderful. Um, we are... Now on the Psalms, we are no longer in the Testament of Job. Now, as I told you before, we are going according to the Amplified Bible. Um, I'm going to do a little something different this time. Um, and the reason why I do different things is because I want you to get a true understanding of the scriptures. Once you get yourself acclimated to these books... You won't have a problem in grabbing a Bible and understanding any of the books. I don't care how they're shifted and situated because different books have different um, place settings of uh, the, um, I can't call them lessons, but uh, different place settings of each book. Like um, how all the books start, the first five, and they're in... Um, a chronological order well if you go to various different books because remember excuse me there's so many different books they switch them all around they switch all the many books around within the book of the bible because there's no such thing as a book of the bible just today um today we could say that and probably um I know the 19th century and probably the 18th century. It was the Bible and probably the 17th. It was the Bible, but it was so many changes and shifts around. Um, you could really get lost. And there's different types of Bibles. Some have 66 books, some have more. Okay. Because different Bibles, depending on what religion you practice. And I have to say that because as we, as human beings are coming out of the religious state of mind and being spiritual, because that's who we are, um, 
then you'll kind of understand what's going on. Even if it wasn't in, in the right order, you will understand what was going on. The reason why I say that is because I'm going to be reading from the Sifa when it comes down to these um, Psalms. And um, I'll also be referring to the Amplified, but I will mainly stay in the Sifa. Why? Because it's giving you um, a closer format of what was said so that's why I'm saying what I'm saying but like I said the more that you read meditate hear listen to understand the better off you'll be and this is a part of the reason why we um all of us teach just to let you know what's in the scriptures and let you know um exactly what's going on and what the most high says now there's some stuff i want to say in terms of the psalms before i start the psalms i'm going to give you some facts and i want to give you some information in regards to it so let me give you some information about the book of psalms grab my glasses Okay, here's some information. Who are the authors of the book of Psalms? Now, I need you to understand that the book of Psalms are a bunch of poems and prose. Okay, and it also um, has prophecies in it. Um, um, contrary to popular belief, David did not write all the Psalms. Um, in fact, Psalms includes more authors than any um, other book in the scriptures or the Bible that they call. Um, the authors and the Psalms attributed what? The authors who attributed to the Psalms are the following people. David, and he wrote 75 Psalms. Okay. Remember, they're poems and proves. Okay. Um, more like songs, but, um, a lot of songs, um, consist of poetry. So I need you to understand that. And their proves, uh, a prove is similar to a, um, poetry. It's similar to poetry. Okay. Um, like I said, David wrote 75 Psalms, um, someone named Asaph wrote 12 Psalms and Asaph is um, the father of Hezekiah's recorder, uh, Joah. And that's in 2 Kings 18 and 18 and Isaiah 36 and 3 and then um, chapter 22. I say this because I need you to understand who these people are, okay? Um, I'm Usually when we go into the Psalms, it'll tell you what it is. It's kind of like when David was, and not all of this, but you know, a, a lot of it. When David was the king, it was a lot of singers, like it was singers. So when he was having these problems with um, his son, um, he his son ran him out and he took a lot of the singers and all of that with him. So 
um, I say that to say, um, remember, the children of Israel are musical people, honey. And they always uh, made songs to the Most High. They always serenaded the Most High. And there were conductors, we call them conductors today, but there were people who um, conducted the singers. And a lot of them were in the line of Levi, the priests. So those are the ones who were serenaded the Most High. Now, remember, David is a king. And David conducted too, honey. And David used to get down and sing and dance to the Most High. You know David did. Okay, so at this time, they wrote a lot of poetry and prose to the Most High. So I'm giving you this information because a lot of these, uh, well, all of these Psalms is poetry, prose. Um, a lot of them have um, prophecies. And some of them are um, how to speak Hebrew, like um, learning your um, alphabets. So it has that in there too. And we'll when we get to it, I'll start discussing it. But um, like I said, David wrote um, 75 Psalms, okay? Um, 73 noted in Psalms. Psalms 2 is attributed to David in Acts 4 and 25. And Psalms 95 is attributed to David in Hebrews 4 and 7. 3 and 9, 11 32, uh, 3 through 9, 11 through 32, 34 through 41, 51 through 65, um, 68 through 70, 86 through 101, 103, 108 through 110, 122, 124, 131, 133, 138 through 145. And that's the Psalms that David himself wrote. Asphab, like I said, in his family, he wrote Psalms, he wrote 12 Psalms. He wrote Psalms 50, and then he wrote Psalms from 73 to 83. The sons of Korah. Now, who are the sons of Korah? Let me see that. So, uh, hold on. Let me see if I wrote down who the sons of Korah is. I did write it down. The sons of Korah um, is written in Exodus 6 and 24. They list three names of Korah's sons. Asia, El Elkanah, and Abisaiah. Abby, Abby Asa, sorry. Um, and, or Abby Asa Path, that's the name, Abby Asa Path. And they are the Koronites. Okay. Um, He-Man wrote, um, what is this? One Psalm with the Sons of Korah, 88. And He-Man is an Azahite. He's the author of Psalms 88 in the Hebrew Bible, um, a Levite who was assigned to be the minister of music, and he was the grandson of Shemuel, a.k.a. Samuel, the prophet, who went to become King David's seer. Okay, that's who he is. Okay, um... Let me make a correction because I said first psalm, but it's he only wrote one psalm. Heman only wrote one psalm with the sons of Korah. Solomon wrote two psalms, and that's Psalm 72 and Psalm 127. Moshe wrote one psalm 
which is Psalm 90. Now, you may say Moshe wrote it, wrote it. Moshe is older than all of them, aka Moses, but his name was Moshe. Yes, but um, when they was writing, remember, it wasn't organized like it is today. So somebody could have left writings, remember, um, the Ten Commandments and the um, 613 laws and all of that. Um, Moshe left that for them. So he did write it and they put this um, particular psalm, which is Psalm 90 with the Psalms. That's what they did. Somebody did it. I don't know. So just know that he wrote one. Um, and I don't have to tell you who Moshe is, I hope. Ethan, the Asherite, wrote one psalm, and that's Psalm 89. Let me tell you who that is. He's a musician and a temple singer appointed by King David, according to 1 Chronicles 15 and 7. Ethan was... What is this? I can't even write my own, um, read my own line, uh, writing. Oh, specifically assigned to minister to the Most High through music alongside Aspet and Aspath and Heman. Um, when the Ark of the Covenant was brought to Jerusalem, he was in the tribe and the line of Levi. Remember, these are Levites. Okay, and um, according to popular um, understanding, remember these books were stolen. Um, there's 48 remaining Psalms that's not clear as to who wrote them. Okay, but we know that um, someone in um, Yasharel did write them. So there's 48 Psalms um, remaining, remaining that don't have a clear um, author. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this too. And this is a fact that the Psalms um, comprise the ancient hymns of the Most Highest people. The Psalms express the emotion of the individual poet to Yah or about Yah. There's also prophecies written in the Psalms. I already told you there's prophecies, there's poems and, um, and, um, poems, which are, um, lyrics to the music that the, um, congregation sang who are the Levites. And excuse me, there's also prophecies written within the Psalms and, um, the, um, alphabet Hebrew alphabet is there. And, what else is in there? Oh, uh, a glorification to the most high, which you already know. Uh, musical information and um, um, serenades to the most high. Okay. Um, what else do I want to tell you before I read this? Okay, it's the glorification of the most high. In terms of hallelujah, which uh, many of these Bibles that's out now, they don't even say hallelujah to the most high. They say something else and we'll get to it and I'll discuss it when I get to it. Because remember, I'm going to be reading from the um, Sefa and then I'm going to um, translate whatever um, that people may not understand into regular English. Um, 
say hallelujah, giving the most high, the ultimate glory, um, which by the way was changed. I already told you. Okay. Um, now there are 150 Psalms. Okay. There's 150 Psalms. So what I'm going to do is today, I'm only going to read, hold on, let me tell you. It's going to change day by day simply because I'm not going to say, oh, there's five. Um, I'm going to do it um, 10 all the way up until I get 150. No, I'm not because there's some information that you need to hear and understand. And uh, some of these Psalms, are powerful so um you're gonna even be able to pray these psalms when you need to so when we get to them i'll let you know and you could determine for yourself i can't tell you which ones will be your sword and your shield but you'll you'll be able to determine it so i'm gonna do four psalms today because I gave you this information of what the Psalms are about, and I'm not going to keep saying it like I am doing it with the laws, because it's important for me to do that with the laws. But I will let you know um, every time I do the Psalms that they're poems and prose. But just know they're more than that. Okay, this is a piece of uh, the sword and shield that you should be um, putting in your... Um, in your toolbox just in case you need them this is how important they are now david um david was the king and he um had a choir and conductors of the choir and and honey they was doing a thing so uh remember these lights and i'm drinking so i'm gonna do four psalms today and then hopefully, as we move on, um, if the if the psalms are long, then I'll um, do less. But if they're short, then I'll do more. That's why I'm not going to say there's a set. You know, we're going to do three or four or five or ten until it's over. Because this is different. This is not the story of what is happening to people. These are poems. So, and they mean something. So, um, we're going to be doing that and hopefully you can meditate on them. I'm also going to upload the Psalms. And when I do the upload, you're going to be able to see the words that the person is reading. So it's going to be a video. And a lot of them, a lot of the things that I upload it, they're usually videos, but you don't have to look at the video because it's just a book and they're just reading. But with these Psalms, the um, the letters and the um, Psalms themselves are, are going to be there. So you'll be able to, even if you don't have a Bible or you can't pull it up on your phone or whatever it is, you'll be able to see um, the writing of the Psalms when the, uh, when the person is reading it. Okay, remember, I upload all of the books when I do it, and then I continue to um, give you this commentary. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Before I start, like I said, I will be doing um, 
the reading from the book of the Sifa. What is the Sifa? The Sifa is a book that a, a bunch of people got together and it's actually a company. Um, they got together and they went to the original scrolls and they went and copied the scrolls straight from there. So it's closer to all the rest of these Bibles. Now, I already told you when words change, it can change the whole trajectory of what is said. And as a matter of fact, that's what's happening now. Because some people, I, I, don't, I, I can't, it's so much to say about it. I can't, I can't say it um, at uh, during these lessons because then I'll just be going somewhere else. But trust me, some people uh, think this Bible goes one way and it really doesn't. It really doesn't. So that's what people need to understand. But hopefully by now and with the teaching and the understanding, you'll kind of get it. But for those people who just started listening and welcome, um, you um, do your best to move along with us. But um, in your leisure or when you can, depending on how important you feel your salvation is, um, go to the beginning and start listening to spiritual situations, who's a spirit, uh, uh, different types of people, um, truth and lies and all of this stuff. Then you'll get a sense of what's going on because everything I say, every lesson I do um, is relevant and correlates with everything else. It does. That's why I do the lessons. And it has something to do with today. Honestly, it does. So, with all of that being said, I am going to read the Psalms from the book. Oh, I didn't even finish. Oh, yeah, they took, um, there's a company that I already told you to see for, there's a company that um, that makes these books, and they are very good. Um, they have a large amount of the um, scrolls within one book, and I mean um the bible the book of um jasa it has uh the book of um jubilees in it it has the um the book of oof let me let me tell you what it has in it it has a lot of the stuff that regular bible don't have it has the song of solomon in it and that's not um that's not in regular bibles it has the book of Esther in it. It has, and, and I'm talking about the additions to the book of Esther. It has Judith in it. It has Susanna in it. And I know people are probably saying, who are that? Who are they? And what is that? And it's not in regular Bibles. It has Bell and the Dragon, and that has to do with um, Daniel. Um, it has the Ezra's in it. Okay, because um, the regular Bible only got one book of Ezra. You need all four books of Ezra. Okay, and it has all the Ezra's in it. Um, the uh, Sefer. Um, what else does it have in it? I'm just giving you an idea before I read this. I'm telling you how important the Sefer is. Um, it has one, two, three, and four Maccabees. Now, I know a lot of people are going, what is Maccabees? If you know in the book of Daniel, if you ever heard the book of Daniel or if you ever heard about the book of Daniel and you've ever read it or understood it, 
when the Most High sent his angel to tell Daniel that it's going to be four times. He talks about the statue and he says it's going to be four large times that the children of Israel is going to be conquered. Book of Maccabees got something to do with that. Okay. Because remember the four, uh, the four nations that conquered the children of Israel. And, and honestly, there's more than that, but the four major ones. Okay. Cause remember if you, um, if you remember, um, uh, Mizraim was not there and this was before all of that. So remember when the most high told our forefathers the um, end from the beginning, he told them all of this. And when he told Daniel that Daniel damn near went into shock. He was no more good because the most high told him exactly what was going to go on with his brethren. And he told Ezra and he told Barak and he told everybody else, the major ones. So um, in regards to um, Babylon, Daniel was in Babylon, Babylon. And while Daniel was in Babylon, the most high told him about the Medes and the Persians, Babylon, the Medes and the Persians, the Greeks and the, um, and the Romans, those are the ones. Okay. So, uh, Book of Maccabees one, two, three, and four tells you about the shift from um, the Medes and the Persians to the um, Greeks and then the Romans. See, nobody talks about that. Uh -huh. But don't you worry, I will be uploading those books once we start getting into the prophets. Because when we get into the prophets, um, that's what the Most High is talking about. So I will be uploading those books because a lot of people don't know about that. A lot of people don't know um, what went down when there was a shift and and those um, those um, world rulers came and started conquering. And there was fights, honey. Nobody went um, willingly, just like in slavery today. The popular belief will have you thinking that people just went willingly when no, 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 honey. Oh, no. Remember what I told you about his story. The person who writes his story becomes the hero. Okay? Even when it's a lie. Trust and believe, baby. So when we come to that, I will be uploading books and I will be discussing. I will be doing, um, I'll go through the first Maccabees. I'm not going to go through the second and the third and fourth because it's still going back and forth. These are the wars of the last uh, world rulers. These are the laws between the children of Israel and the last world rulers. Understand that? Okay. Um, I didn't want to rear off course, but I'm just giving you information about this book. Now, this book is very important, and um, the book is like $110, I believe. And I believe that I gave one out the first year I um, started doing this lesson. So I may I may do another one. I may do another giveaway, and I'll let you know um, at some point. But this book is very, very beneficial. It is. It's very beneficial because it has a whole bunch of books in it. And um, they're important to note. So, okay. We're going to start. Now, let us do this. I'm going to start.
number one, and I'll tell you when um, somebody says where, um, who wrote what. I already, you know, I told you already the Psalms. Okay, but just listen. Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now, when they say scornful, it means scoffers. Like the ones that go, oh, the ones that ridicule you. Okay. But his delight is in the Torah. You already know what the Torah is. Just say the scriptures, but the Torah is the first five books of Yahuwah. And in his Torah, he meditates day and night. And that's what we should be doing, meditating on his word day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, what does that mean? Remember, these are this is poetry. The psalmist is saying, if you follow the word of the most high, you're going to be planted. Your roots is going to be planted in the word of the most high. And it's going to be strong. And that living water is going to be able to make you flourish. So that's what it means. Remember, this is poetry. The wicked are not so, verse 4. But they're like the chaff. And we already know they the chaff, honey. The wicked people's the chaff. Remember, the devil planted the chaff among the wheat. Understand that? No. So I'm going to read verse four again. The wicked are not so. They not like that tree with the living water running through its uh, roots. Okay? They, it's not like that. But they're like the chaff, which the, the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For Yahuwah knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. Now, let me just talk about verse five, when it says, therefore the wicked shall not stand in judgment, nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. Now, when it says the wicked is not going to stand in judgment, you're right, because they're going to be taken away and they're going to be done away with. Remember, Yahshua says the wheat and the chaff, when the devil put the chaff in there with the wheat, they all grow together because the, um, the angels was like, should we separate it? The Most High said, no, let them, who is Yahshua in the flesh, let them grow together. And then when the threshing time comes, you take the chaff, you separate the chaff from the wheat and put the chaff in the fire, literal fire. And then you take the wheat and you put it in your barn. So that's what this means, five. You ain't going to be able to stand in judgment because you the walking dead, okay? Because remember, the Most High said he's not the, um, who is Yeshua in the flesh? The Most High is not the um, the Yah of the dead. He's the Yah of the living. Y'all better catch this, honey. Catch these uh, these uh, probes, okay? And then he says, uh, nor will the sinners uh, be an assembly of the righteous, Remember, there's no such thing as church. It's assembly. Notice in the Old Testament, everything is assembly, assembly, assembly. It's never church. Now, all of a sudden, in the New Testament, it's church. I already told you how they switch and manipulate words, honey. It never been church. You are a part of the bride. The bride assembles 
You are one children of Israel. You the one bride that's set aside from the most high. The bride has many moving parts. And it says something like this in the New Testament. So there is no church, this building that we know. And people think of church because number one, they've been manipulated. And number two, they think it's a building. Now we're not going to say that it's the most high tabernacle. Because remember when David said that he wanted to build the most high a, a, a building. Most high said, what, what you going to build me a building for? I'm all over the place. I'm everywhere. How are you going to build me a building? I made this here. How are you building me a building? But he respected the fact that David thought about him enough to make him a building, to dedicate something to him, which nobody never did. But understand what the Most High said, even though he said, all right, I'm allow it, but not from you. I'm gonna allow it from Solomon. When David thought about him enough. Now, who else thought about him to give him a, um, a, 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 a building? Nobody. Even when the tabernacle, the Most High directed people to do the tabernacle. Nobody even thought about giving the Most High a building. So David thought enough to dedicate something to the Most High. So the Most High was like, yeah, okay, even though yeah, I ain't going there. Even though, you know, I'm all over the place. Thank you for thinking of me. I'm omnipresent, but thank you for thinking of me. But then when David starts showing his behind, most I say, no, thank you for the sentiment. But you're not going to um, give me no building. Your son is going to build. It. So just understand that I say that about the building church because people got this idea that you got to go to the building and all that. Who cares about the building? We are all spirits spiritual beings we are consciousness energies that are in a fleshly coat when all this stuff is um was done in the old testament and then when yeshua came down here in the new testament and then he was sacrificed and he uh rose up and then when he came back down and he was telling um the uh apostles uh stuff not in parables anymore just straight out he said, you are the building. You are the building. You're the building. So if the children of Israel were set aside, they set aside particular people and uh, to the most high, um, the children are a monolith. They are this one being for him, set aside for him. We're not a monolith to nobody else. We are not monolithic to nobody else but the most high. We all supposed to be doing the same thing in regards to uh, meditating on his word or following his laws and all of that. We supposed to be because we are the bride, just like a woman, a regular woman has two arms, two legs, 10 fingers, 10 toes and all of that, uh, a head, two eyes, two ears and all of that, two feet. That's how the children of Israel are to the most high. But right now they scattered all over and whoring. A scattered hoe. That's who we are. That's what we are. Okay? Because we're not together. I just need y'all to know that. It's about assembling. About being your brother's keeper. About being together and one according to the Most High. And that's how the Most High is trying to get us. Understand that and know. Right now, we just scattered hoes and we're trying to get it together. And that's all we're doing. Now, back to what I was saying, we're still on um, Psalm 1, but the last one I'm going to read again. For the Most High, who is Yahuwah, knows the way of the righteous. The Most High knows who's his, his children. I already told you. 
your fate is written in your DNA. It's written in your DNA. You don't even have to have skin. The Most High knows exactly who you are. He knows who you are, your DNA covenant. The Most High didn't already wrote that covenant in your DNA. He already did it. He did it already before the foundation of the world. So it says, verse six, for Yahuwah knows the way of the righteous. He knows it. But the way of the wicked is going to be perished. He knows them too. The Most High already said this before the foundation of the world. He said he chose a particular people for himself and everybody else follows devils. Now that is written several times in several books. So you don't think the Most High already knows what's going down before the foundation of the world? He didn't already told our forefathers. He knows what's going on before you knew. So, like I said, choose ye, and that's how the scriptures say too, choose ye this day who you're going to uh, be with. Choose. Because every day you wake up, you got a choice to choose him. And when you don't, heaven and earth is going to testify, honey, you're going to be more sorry in death than you are in life. Now I'm on Psalms 2. Why do the heathen rage? Uh-huh. Why do the heathen rage? I'm going to read this in this uh, the Sefa, and then I'm going to read it in the, um, the Amplified. So just listen. Then I'll make my commentary. Why do the heathens rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the most high, who is Yahuwah, and against his Mashiach, who is Yahshua. Yahuwah, Yahshua, I already told you, Yahshua got Yahuwah's name. Yahuwah is I am. Yahshua is savior. Yahushua, now you speak in Hebrew, I am the savior. Okay, so I'm going to read it again. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against Yahuwah, who is the most high, and against the Mashiach, Yahusha HaMashiach, which is the Messiah. Understand that saying, let us break their bands us under and cast away their cords from us. That's the children they talk about. And he sits in the heavens, the most high, the most high is sitting in the heavens and he's laughing at them. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do what you need to do because I'm going to get my laugh and I'm going to get the last laugh. So he's saying, um, Yahuwah sits in the heavens and laughs. Adonai shall have them in diversion. Excuse me. Derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Sion. Now, I'm going to read it in the Amplified so you can understand what it means. This is what it says in the Amplified, which is in regular language. Now, notice, you're going to also notice how um, the words change. But just listen. The reign of the Most High is anointed. The reign of the Most High is anointed. A lot of these are prophecies. Not only is it poetry. Remember, excuse me, the written word is inspired by the Most High. The Most High directs the inspiration of the psalmist. Not only the psalmist, but whoever wrote the books. The Most High is the inspiration. He inspired these children, spiritually directed them to write these books. 
Understand that. And they ain't going to fall down void either. Okay. Psalms 2, the reign of the, uh, the Most High's anointed. Why are the nations in an uproar, in turmoil against the Most High? This is regular language. And why do the people devise vain and hopeless plots? The kings of the earth take their stand. Now, we know that's not. there's not that many kings in the world anymore, except for Europe. They keep up the same tradition. Go figure. Anyway, the kings of the earth and the governments of the world, I must say, take a stand. And their rulers take counsel together against the most high and his anointed, the anointed, the children of Israel and the second flock. Uh-huh. And at this time, there wasn't no second flock. Remember, we're still in the Old Testament. So this is referring to um, just the children of Israel. But remember, the second flock is now here too, but it doesn't come until New Testament. But understand what's happening today because the second flock is included. Okay, just to let you know. But at this time, it was just the children of Israel. So it's saying the governments and the kings, which are the rulers of this world, is trying to overtake the children of Israel. And they're still doing it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to do it until Yahshua step his foot down here. I'm telling you, we're going to see some things. Okay. Against the Most High and his anointed. Okay. Saying, let us break apart and divide the bands of restraint and cast away the children's cords of control from us. He who sits in the heavens, who's the most high, at, and looks at their rebellion, he laughs at them. The sovereign Yah, or El Elyon, scoffs at them in the supreme contempt, he mocks them. And he who is the most high will speak to them in his profound anger. That means he's going to come down here and get them. And terrify them with his displeasure, saying, Yet as for me, I have anointed and firmly installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I will declare the decree of the Most High. He said to me, You are my son. This day I have begotten you. Now, where did you hear that? That's a prophecy. When Yeshua was down here in the New Testament, that's what the Most High said. To Yahshua while the uh, uh, the apostles was there. Is that not a prophecy? Yes, that was a prophecy. Because remember, this is the Old Testament right here. It didn't even happen yet. So you already know if the Most High is um, uh, giving the psalmist the inspiration, this is exactly what he said at uh, the time and space. Um, in time, fast forward, when Yahshua got down here. So you already know. Now I'm going to keep going. Ask of me and I will assuredly give you the nations as your inheritance. That's what the Most High said to Yahshua in front of the apostles. So understand that. I already told you a lot of these, um, a lot of these prose and poems uh, that are called the Psalms are prophecies. Okay. And to the end of the earth is your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. Listen to what is being said in the Old Testament that was said in the New Testament, literally, to the letter. That's why when Yahshua came here, he said, I got to live. He ain't saying the way I'm getting ready to say it. He said, I got to live out this, um, the prophecy according to um, the scriptures. I have to, I have to uh, be led according to the scriptures. And everything that the scriptures is writing, and I'm going to point it out, 
Yahshua lived by. And a lot of them was the law too. Remember, everything the Most High said is a law statute. Well, it's a statute and a precept because the laws are written and so are the commands. Everything the Most High said is a statute and a precept. So what did he, um, what did he inspire the psalmist to write? The, uh, the prophecy, okay, which is a precept and a statute to the Most High, according to the Most High, I'll say. You shall scatter them in pieces like earthenware. And that um that is a um a bridge to Revelation 12 and 5 and 19 and 15. Aha, uh -huh, these I told you these are prophecies. Now thereof, therefore, O king, act wisely, be instructed, and take warning, O leaders, judges, and rulers of the earth. Worship the most high and serve him with reverence. Okay, respect and awe, fear, and be submissive in wonder rejoice yet do so with trembling kiss pray respect to the son so that he does not become angry and you perish in the way for his wrath may be soon kindled and set aflame how blessed which is uh fortunate prosperous and favored by the most high are all those who take refuge in him so he's basically saying choose me because that's your best bet. That's what he's saying in the Psalms. Okay. So um, actually David wrote Psalms too. Uh, the most High spoke directly to David. Now I want you to think about this. After the children of Israel did not want the most high to speak to them directly. Remember they started being pains in the butt since day one. They ain't want the most high to speak to them directly. Oh, no, no, we don't want you to talk to us because we might die. You too holy, blah, blah, blah. The most high said, okay, all right, okay, all right, all right. I'm going to appoint somebody I'm going to talk to, and then they're going to tell you. So he appointed Moshe, and he spoke to Moshe, Okay. Then after after that, they didn't want to listen to nobody. But, you know, they listened to Yahshua and um, some other people until a king was appointed. After the king was appointed, which was Saul, uh, you know, he messed up. So then David came. So um, even though the Most High appointed the Levites, because they came... Um, uh, what's his name? Aaron. The line of Aaron was um was Moses. Moses was the line of Aaron, so uh he was in the Levites and uh, uh Moses. So when the Most High said, you know, I'm only going to um speak through the um the Levites. So he started speaking to the Levites, but then guess what? He started talking to David, and David's not in the line of the Levites. David is in the line of who? Yahuda. So he must have been special for the Most High to talk directly to him. So I say this to say, if the Most High is talking to David in Psalms 2, because David wrote Psalms 2, if the Most High is talking to David and inspiring him to write this, uh, I would say prophecy, because a lot of this didn't come true in, in uh, Psalms 2. The Most High is laughing at these um these uh nations now because these nations think 
that they got the most high's children and they crushing them. And uh, the devil does wear out the saints. He does. But guess what? He's not going to win. That's number one. Number two, the most high can resurrect the body and the soul. So that's why it says in the scriptures and New Testament, don't fear the one that can kill a body. Fear the one that can kill the body in the soul in hellfire. That's why the most high is not worried about it. That's why the most high wasn't worried about with um, Job. The most high already knows everything. The most high made everything before the foundation of the world. Don't you know he knows what's going on? There's nothing that could get by the most high because he wrote the book. He wrote the book. He's the one who's the author and the finisher. That's what he's saying. He's the alpha and omega. Why do you think he's saying all of this? He got it all on lock. Trust and believe. And these mere humans, which remember, we are energies in a physical body, in a physical temple that we call these bodies because we got to live on earth. It doesn't matter what happens to these bodies because guess what? Yeshua was sacrificed. He was the first of many to be sacrificed. And guess what he did? Back down. That's what he did. Okay. And he's showing you. I'm the first fruits of my father and y'all will be next. What did I tell you about the first of everything? Most high I say, remember, he's he lives according to his own laws. Okay? The first is supposed to be dedicated to the most high and that's where Yeshua was. The first one and only begotten son straight from the most high was the first. Came down here, put all the sins on him. Hunty. Got sacrificed three days later. Here he go, popping right back up, honey. Letting you know. Understand and know, honey. Okay? So the most high was the first. The second and third is going to be Enoch and um, Elijah. And then all the rest. Understand and know. Well, we ain't going to put the cock before the horse. I'm just letting you know. Okay? So... Now I'm on Psalms 3, and I'm going to go right back to the uh, Sifa. And this is the Psalm of David, okay? When he fled from Absalom, his son. Remember what I said, okay? And I just want you to know that these, day, these names are not the actual names. David is the name, but Absalom... That's not the real name. Understand that the names was changed for the most part. Yahshua's name was changed. Yahuwah's name was changed. But go figure, none of the prophets. But if you see the prophets, they all got Yah in their name. Okay? Or L. They got an L in their name or Yah. And remember, the Most High said, the children who are called by my name. So how could the children be called by his, his name, being an L or Yah, and his name be God? Or Yahshua's name be Jesus? How, 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 and how? Tell me you're not being fooled. You're going to have to start using some discernment, sweetie boos. Okay. Now, Psalms 3. Yahuwah, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which may, excuse me, which say of my soul, there is no help for him in Elohim. Selah. Let me tell you what Selah means. Hold on. Some people say Selah, but I'm saying Selah. C say tomato, tomato. Anyway, 
The following expressions occur often in the Psalms. Selah means pause, a crescendo, musical interlude. Remember, these are songs. Masculine possibility, contemplative, or skillful psalm. Sheol is hell. You understand it. Okay. Uh, remember, these are poems. Okay. So Selah is like a pause. But you, O Yahuwah, are a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto El Yahuwah, El Yahuwah, with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. I laid me down and slept. I woke for Yahuwah sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me around about. Arise, O Yahuwah, save me, O my Elohim, for you have smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the wicked. Yeshua, not Yahshua, Yeshua, belongs unto Yahuwah. Now, Yeshua means save or deliver. Understand that. Yahshua is the son of Yahuwah, which is the savior, but the, you got to you gotta understand um, the verb. Is it the verb? Yes, the verb from the now. This Yeshua is the deliverance. So your your verb is a it's an action word. Yahshua is the man who is a, a a noun. Understand. Belongs unto Yahuwah. Your blessing is upon your people. Selah. Now I'm gonna read it from the um amplify. I'm not gonna always do this, but I need y'all to understand certain things. All right. Hold on, water break. Okay. Psalms 3. Morning prayer, trust in the Most High. The Psalm of David, when he, uh, when he fled from Absalom. Oh, yeah, how my enemies have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of me, there's no help, no salvation for him in the most high. Say lie. But you, O Yah, are a shield for me, my glory and my honor, and the one who lifts my head. With my voice, I am crying to the most high, and he answered me from his holy mountain. Say lie. I lay down and slept safely. I awaken for the most high sustains me. I will not be intimidated or afraid of 10,000s of who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Yah, save me, my Yah, my El, Elion. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheek. You have scattered the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the most high. May your blessing be upon your people. Say la. Now, I hope I don't have to explain that. 
David is running from his son, but his son got a whole bunch of people running after them, going against the king and um, his people. And that was the time when David didn't want to make a decision to rebuke his sons for one, you know, one of the sons raped one of the sisters. Well, one of the, yes, one of the sons raped one of the sisters. I was going to say it was one of the sisters because it's more than one sister, but they only discussed one sister. But um, one of the sons raped a sister and they had different mothers. And the two that had the same mother, one, um, the sister who got raped, her brother wanted to kill David's other son from another woman. And David wouldn't do nothing about it. So the son got angry and started um, plotting against him. So I'm not going to keep bringing it back, but at this time you should know what's going on. And if you don't know, go back to um, Kings and listen to it. All right. Because if I keep explaining all this stuff, we never going to get out of Psalms. I'm just giving you as much as I can just to get you to understand what the Psalms are. But you, for the most part, you know, these are all songs. These are songs that happen to be prophecies too, um, um, alphabets of Hebrew and glorifying the most high. And um, I said prophecies, right? And prophecies. That's all in a nutshell. Now I'm on the last one, which is Psalm 4. Hold on. Where's that book more? Okay. I'm in Psalms 4, and it says this. Uh, this Psalms 4, who wrote Psalms 4? The chief musician um, on stringed instrument. Hold on. To the chief musician on stringed instruments, a Psalm of David. Okay, so it's, day, it's still a Psalm of David, but somebody's playing... Um, some kind of instruments while he's saying this. Okay. I'm going to read it in um, the CIFA and then I'm going to read it in um, the um, Amplify. And that's going to be that. Hear me when I call, O Elohim, of my righteousness. You have enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O oh, ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? And I'm going to tell you this. That's also something um, that was said. Wait, is that highlight? Oh. That's also something that was said. So that was a prophecy. And uh, Yahshua also said that too while he was here. How long? How long I got to keep telling you stuff? Anyway. Uh, o oh, ye sons of men, how long? Will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after falsehood? Say la. How long are you going to do that? Hmm? But know that Yahuwah has set apart him that is holy for himself. Yep, he did. Yahuwah will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your heart upon your bed and be still, Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in Yahuwah. There may be, there may be many that say, who will show us any good? Yahuwah, 
lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the time that your grain and their wine, their grain and their wine increase. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for you, Yahuwah, only make me dwell in safety. Now I'm going to read it in um, regular language, Amplify. And it says this, the evening prayer of trust in the Most High. Answer me when I call, O Yah of my righteousness. Now, who's who? who who said answer him? You hit, Do you understand what's being said? In the Sifa, it says, hear me when I call. Now, that's not, um, he's begging him to hear him. Please hear me. Not answer me when I call. That's two different, these words have two different meanings. That's what I need to, that's what I need you to know. David did not come out and say, answer me when I call. Who the hell is David? A puff of smoke and a blade of grass. How dare you? It will give you the impression that David's demanding this of the most high. And that's not what's being said. This is what I mean about changing um, these words. Nevertheless, I'm letting you know what's being said here, even though it ain't real. I'm just trying to give you the regular words. But some of these words, uh-uh. No. And just know when these people write these words, these are devils that's writing this stuff in the books. A lot of these, writing them over and over and over and over, they devils. Understand that, because these words are changed and manipulated. Anyway, hear me when I call. I'm just going to say hear me because I don't like answer me. And it's in capital letters. How dare you? Anyway, when I call OL of my righteousness, you have freed me when I was hemmed and hemmed in and relieved me when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear and respond to my prayer. O sons of men, how long will my honor and glory be turned into shame? How long will you, my enemies, love worthlessness, vain, futile things, and seem and seek deception and lies? Say lie. But know that the Most High has set apart for himself and dealt wonderfully with the righteous man, the one of honorable character and moral courage. Now it doesn't say righteous. It says godly. There's no such thing as godly because the most high is not a God, but they are righteous. That's why I'm saying righteous. Uh, the one who does right, the most high hears and respond. Notice the most high hears and respond. He don't, he don't answer. And that's not what it's supposed to be because um, David is asking him to please hear me. So it says the most high hears and responds when I call to him. Tremble with anger and fear and do not sin. Uh -huh. Meditate in your heart. Hold on. Meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still, meaning reflect on your sin and repent of your rebellion uh-huh say la and the bridge to that is ephesians 4 and 26 offer righteous sacrifices trust excuse me confidently in the most high excuse me hold on mm. many are saying oh that we might see some good lift up the light of your face upon us 
Oh, yeah. You have put my joy, you have put joy in my heart more than others know when their wheat and new wine have yielded abundantly in peace and with a tranquil heart. I will both lie down and sleep for you alone. Oh, yeah. Make me dwell in safety and confident trust. Mm -hmm. so we are getting a sense of some of these songs that have been um, sung by David and the choir that are the children of Israel so this is just a snippet of what is to come in these Psalms. And I will be reading a lot of them from the Sifa. And if I need to clarify, I will go into the um, Amplified. <laughs> All right. I'm tapped out. <laughs> I hope that you are learning something and I hope that you continue to listen, especially during these days of repentance. Hold on. Um, it's important because your salvation is important. So um, you wanna, you wanna um, give yourself the benefit of the doubt and um, listen, learn, learn how to read the scriptures, learn how to meditate, learn to listen to your conscious, which the most high talks to. And learn as much as you can. Learn all the battle prayers. Learn everything you need to learn, honey. Because we coming down to the wire. We are living in times of uncertainty. We are living at the last stages of this book. And you need to be ready. When I say stay ready, I mean what I say, honey. Because these words in this book is important because they are going to be your fiery sword. That's what they are. They're your fiery sword to fight the devils that could come at any time. Remember, you're not fighting flesh and blood. You fighting these devils that been here before you came. And, and you're going to start seeing a lot of things. A lot of people are going to start seeing a, lot of, seeing a lot of strange things. They're not going to be able to comprehend that. But I'm going to tell you what, even if you don't, um, if you're not able to comprehend it, when it tries to present itself an attack, you're going to be in attack mode because, uh, or defense mode, because you're going to know the word of the most high. And that's what's going to get these things off you. I told you, even though I'm a mental health, somebody in mental health, okay, my field is mental health. Trust and believe me, many of this stuff is not uh, uh, physiological. Many, Much of this stuff is not physiological. It's spiritual. Okay? Now, that's from somebody who has a, is a licensed practitioner. A lot of this stuff is not physiological. Okay? 
Something that you could just treat with medication, you'd be all right. Nope. You need to learn how to battle. Okay? You need to learn how to resist. You need to learn how to swing that sword and hold up that shield and be that strong man. You need to. And all of this in these scriptures, they help. Even with the manipulation, I'm going to help you get over the manipulation as much as I can, as much as I understand it. I'm going to help. But you got to do stuff on your own. You got to stay in this word. You got to take the initiative, okay, to show yourself approved. You have to. And I know it's not easy, but guess what? It's either that or get swallowed up by wickedness. Because I'm telling you, if you don't leave yourself, if you don't lock yourself down with the word and the shield and the sword and all of the stuff that the Most High um, left for you, you're going to be a sitting duck. So with that, I'm going to say, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your Sabbath. I hope that, I hope I said Shabbat Shalom. I can't even remember. I had a long day. And remember, I take this before the Sabbath, so... I had a long, long day, but um, if I haven't said it, I'm sure I did, but I can't remember. Shabbat Shalom. And I'm going to say it before I sign off, but um, I hope that you enjoy your day. I hope that you meditate and I hope that you are enjoying your family. I hope that you hear and listen and apply what you've uh, heard uh, via active listening um, to your daily life. You know, um, like I said, we living in some strange times, strange times. We really are. And the children of Israel, they feeling it too until um, Jacob's trouble is over. It's not over, honey. We're going to get down to the wire before this stuff is over. So um, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I hope to see you during the week. And I want to say um, enjoy the rest of your Sabbath. And I'll see you Wednesday. Until next time. Oh, wait, before I sign off, I want to say this. I should have said this in the beginning, but I'm going to say it now. Spotify is going through some kind of change. And I'm going to say this a few times before I stop saying this. They're going through a change. Um, they did it abruptly first, but now they're doing it um, slowly. So that's why you didn't hear the music, my intro. Um, at some point my intro is going to change, but until it changes, um, I'm going to put the intro back. That's why you heard it. Um, even when I was speaking, cause I found out when I clicked onto Spotify that they put everything back. So this is not my doing, this is their doing, but I got to be ready for anything. And I am. So, um, I will continue with the intro and the outro until further notice, they uh, they've sent a um, a message out to everybody that June is going to be a change. So until that change comes, uh, I'm still going to be doing things as regularly scheduled. But when that change comes, more than likely I'll have new music and I'll have a new intro and a new outro. So I'm just bracing you for that, and um. You will continue to uh, see various um, trendy topics. 
Okay. When I see them, um, and I, you know, especially when it comes down to New York, I will be uploading them just to let you know what's going on. Um, that I feel like is relevant. I will upload it. There's a whole bunch of stuff I would like to upload, but sometimes they censor stuff and I'll upload it and then they won't do it. They won't let you see it. Um, but if that's the case, um, and I find out, I'll just put the link in. You could click onto the link. As a matter of fact, later on, probably in June or sometime, if they don't let me upload, because they're cracking down too. If they don't let me upload in the uh, part of the description that's telling you about the lesson, because I type up some in the lesson, there'll be links. You could just go to the link. And I, um, I have done that in the past, but I'll be linking a lot of stuff. And you just click onto the link. And then it'll take you where it needs to take you. It's a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff I will not talk about here, but it doesn't mean I don't have an opinion about it. I don't really like having an opinion about it because then it goes into gossip. So I just, um, I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Um, I'll just say, I'll just state how I feel about it and I'm not going to put no stank on it or anything like that. I'm just going to discuss it in terms of uh, scripture. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Because, um, no, I'm not going to gossip about it because um, my mind and my focus is on the most high no matter what. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that goes down. Yeah, I may not like it or whatever else, but time is precious and I really don't have the energy to spend on nonsense. And that's how I feel. I made a decision a long time ago. I'm not going to waste my time and my energy because they're both precious and time is money on nonsense. I'm not going to do it. Okay. So, and I definitely won't um, come out and uh, just gossip about something. No. Um, so uh, with that, I hope to see you during the week and uh, Shabbat Shalom. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free.
It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.